0: Ready?
1: Oh, are you ready? Hi, honey. Hi, my love.
0: <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm big on uh, behind the scenes of Saturday, Saturday Night Live. I read, I read like David Spade's book, Chris Farley's book, Norm Macdonald, um, on and on because I'm super fascinated by the process, the creative process. They have a week, and they 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 only do about twenty episodes. Per year, and there's 52. So it's not like this is happening all the time, uh, 24/7, 365. But during the weeks that they do a live show, it's about three weeks uh, a month when they're in season. Um, super stressful, and they stay up all night. And in the 80s, they used to do cocaine. As uh, Al Franken used to say, uh, I, "I I did cocaine, but I only did cocaine." to stay up to make sure not everyone else was doing too much cocaine oh um but uh, good guy yeah I I love the like there's the 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 actors are one thing there's 10-ish 10-12 uh players featured players uh but then there's a writing staff Lauren Michaels is the sage of it all who's probably in his 70s by now and he oversees it um and just the the rejection on a weekly basis you try to get a bit in. You're trying to get on sketch. You're competing, competing. Um, but you also have to be buddies with these. And you, you want to get in good with the writer. So he'll write for you. And he'll write a sketch for you. Anyways, endlessly fascinated by the process. Um, the creative process of specifically Saturday night Live. But what they do is they do a writer's room. And uh, they, sort of, they pitch. And they pitch bits and sketches and just angles and they uh, workshop and try to hammer something out into a sketch that you eventually see on the television. So I'm just going to pitch you um, what I think are topics that may or may not result in a good conversation. And then uh, we'll see where that goes. Uh, The first one, I didn't take another job. Now I wasn't technically offered another job, but I took the test and it was essentially copy and paste (laughs) like it was super easy
1: you were offered the opportunity to interview for another job
0: yeah and i took the test passed it uh, with ease and then the next step was the interview um but upon further research and it's in the same company i'm not going to be too specific but it's in the same company different department um uh but it would have been uh a drop in pay from what I currently make but there's a lot more upward mobility there's, there's, it's just a, a huge department um, much more places to go uh,
1: potentially yeah, yeah.
0: potentially Um, and so I like my job but uh, I'm always looking for more for more money essentially and while this would have been initially less Uh, right away Uh, two bucks less an hour a little over two bucks Um, I could have gone on to greener pastures or bigger and better things and become the CEO Um, but uh, I thought about it and we talked about it and I just thought it wasn't worth it um, because I really like my job right now and it's not perfect no one's job is perfect Uh, it's a grind it's mundane it can get to you Uh, but Starting over and potentially hating the next job. Yes. Dreading it is something I've done before and I don't want to do again.
1: It's a big risk. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after the last like few years you've had, you've had so many different jobs. I have. And there were a lot of them you hated. Yeah. But the one you're in currently that you've been in for almost two years. Yeah. You really, overall, you really like it. So that is a huge risk you're taking to leave it and there's a chance for upward mobility in the other place but it's not guaranteed there's yeah. a ton of people that work in that department and everybody's trying to move up the ladder so step, it's, step on each
0: other much like the saturday night live creative <laughs> process
1: it's very competitive yeah so yeah pros and cons risks involved
0: yeah and I, I i just like i i would take a job that i didn't like or potentially didn't like but it would need to be more money. <laughs> uh, for yeah. a few bucks more, I, would, uh, I, would, I wouldn't mind dreading uh, my job. Um,
2: yeah.
0: And this, uh, this other job uh, works with the public a lot. And, uh, yeah, like, I can do that, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> and I really don't want to work in a call center and take calls, which I've done. And to me, is just the worst job because people are angry and, uh, and 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 uh, they want the world delivered to them on a silver platter, right away. And most very often at call center jobs, you can't do much, or you can't do anything, or you don't know how to do anything, or you're just not, not not the right person to help them.
2: Those and, are hard jobs. Yeah,
0: those are extremely difficult. Um, but so did the computer test, and then. We talked about it, and uh, I was like, it's, it's just not worth it because um, I really like my job. Specifically, I like my two favorite co-workers, uh, Joe Kuntz and Paulie, who I'm endlessly uh, fascinated and entertained by. Um, but yeah, so didn't get it, and I'll keep applying to different jobs. Um, like I said, I'll take more money. I'll dread a job. (laughs) I'll deal with the the angry uh, public um, for more money. uh, uh, And if there's room for growth there. Um, But right now, I like where I'm at. And the other day, Bubba, my boss. Yes, that's his real nickname. Everyone calm down. Uh, But Bubba said, you're going to be... You're gonna be in my position in twenty years, Vince. Oh. And I was like Twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe ten.
2: And that uh, oop. Uh
0: so I used to be very, very overweight. Um about three hundred and seventy pounds. And uh and I was very aware of it, even though I rarely looked at myself in the mirror for uh fear of having a nervous breakdown and Wanting to end everything. Anyways. uh, But the odd thing was that. When there would be food at work. I would never eat it. Like a potluck. uh, Whatever the boss ordered pizzas. For whatever reason. If there were a communal food experience. I would never eat it. And it had to do with. If I don't eat in front of people. Then. It means I'm not overweight, or I don't have a problem, or I'm, I'm not obese. It was very odd.
1: I think that's actually common. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I think you, uh, you don't want to draw attention to yourself, obviously. right?
0: And and you're like, I would never, in a million years, think of having a hamburger. That's and fries. That's very unhealthy. Meanwhile, uh, as soon as the bell rang, the clock hit four thirty whatever. It hit the, hit up the old bang, 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 bang. Um, But uh, yeah, it was, it was was something because, uh, well, you do, you uh, live in constant lie, dishonesty with yourself and, uh, and, and shame and hiding and uh, just fear and eating, even if it was like salad or whatever, or a bread roll in front of people. It would sort of uh, break the facade that you have, the the lie that you live. Yes.
1: You know what's so fascinating to me mm. hearing you talk about this? Mm-hmm. Lately I've been watching a ton of documentaries about eating disorders. Yeah. And people who are bulimic or who have bulimia and anorexia. Mm-hmm. And they are the same way in public with food. Oh, so yeah. it's just so fascinating that both extremes, yeah, have like an obsession with food. Yeah, they're so both groups of people t- tend to not eat in public. They yeah. won't eat around people. They're very private about it. Yeah, you have your um like your rituals yeah. and just these mental ways that you think and act around food. It's so interesting to me.
0: Yeah, you put up walls. Trump's wall. Uh, you put up <laughs> walls and you uh cower behind that wall in the dark and uh I would do nothing but eat when I wasn't at work, but for those eight hours I was I was on track, I was on a diet. Uh but uh, uh so uh the other week I bought some uh Cheez Its. Cheese It Grooves, honey. It's a new product. Not to be confused with Cheez It Snapped S N A P Apostrophe D. But uh, it's a new line or whatever of Cheez-Its, and they're actually decent. And it was, But it was a scorching hot flavor, and I was like, well, I'll, I'll take a chance. Uh, ate a couple, too hot, way too hot. Like, wasn't even enjoyable. Mm. And so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to bring this to my coworkers, and then just whoever wants it wants it. And I thought of one coworker in particular who is a very large man, and I love him dearly, very fun uh, place in my heart for him. But I thought, I'm going to conduct the Cheez-It experiment. And I'm going to offer him these Cheez-Its. And I know he's going to turn them down. Because that's what I would have done when I was Mm. his size. So, I had the box of Cheez-Its. And I said, hey, Steve. Not his real name. Insert name here. I said, hey, Steve. Would you like these Cheez-Its? And he goes, no. I don't want them and I was like, "Well, why not?" And he said, "Well, they're really hot." And I said, "Okay." But let me tell you, honey, the day before, Steve was eating Sun Chips garden salsa. So he's a fan of heat. He's a heat seeker. They <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> spicy on the spicy side. Okay. But I'm saying to turn to turn down the cheese and uh. grooves uh, 100%, full like to d- deny even a, a taste. I Knew that was going to happen, yeah. I was, but I was still fascinated by it, and I, I wanted to see if it would happen. I turned it down, uh, and I thought, okay, that's what I would have done, and I hold uh, nothing against him, and I still love him like a brother from another mother, but yeah. If so, to uh, see, I want, I always wonder, like back in the day, I. What I wanted, what I wanted someone to intervene and in. who, who, who does that? Who's, whose place is it to do that? Um,
1: a beloved friend. Yeah. I'm thinking of a dear friend in particular.
0: Of yours or mine? Of mine. Okay.
1: And if she had said, if I was in your position and she had said something to me. Yeah. I wouldn't have not, I would not have been offended or angry. Hmm. So I think if you have someone like really close to you who's super loving and supportive. Yeah. I don't know if you you or if I in that position would actually do anything. Yeah. But I think that could be something somebody could do.
0: Yeah. Well, there's there's two things. There's one to like actually break down and talk about it and mention it and say, I think you have a problem. Uh, and that's the first step. But the second step is doing something about it. And it's really hard. And it takes a lot of work.
1: It's the worst. And it
0: takes time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and denying yourself pleasure. Um, but, uh, yeah, no one stepped in. Uh, and in a, in a way, well, in a way, I think people just had blinders to them also. Um, and me being in how I used to be in that position, I can see what's going on with Steve. Um, but, uh like no one else is jumping in and I, I, I don't, I've only known him for a few years and we're not close, super close or anything. Uh, and he's, he's his late fifties. It's kind of like, he's, he's setting his ways. I don't, I don't know if he'll change. Yeah,
2: I don't know.
1: It's hard because. It's really hard. It's such a personal thing and,
2: uh,
0: and like with co-workers, I try to keep them at a distance or it's like we joke, we laugh and we know a little, we're, we're watching Severance right now, which is the best TV show of all time. Uh, but uh, you you keep the personal very minimal or just keep it light. You don't, you don't get really uh, down in, in, in the dumps about it. Or You're not creating. going to each
1: other's houses on the weekends right. and barbecuing. Right. Right. Yeah, it's such a tough thing. Uh I tend to err on the side of I it's not my business. It's their life. Yeah. It's their body.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't care.
0: Uh You don't care that uh your your friend may be in pain. Well, I, I feel
1: like so much it's a, such a tough thing because there are all these cultural stereotypes and things we've been hearing.
2: Yeah.
1: But a, a lot of what we hear around weight and uh BMI and obesity, a lot of it is just stuff that we've internalized from from years of programming, a lot of like studies and things from our doctors and all these things that were taught for decades are actually very inaccurate and Mm -hmm. wrong. Mm -hmm. There's so much bias and judgment and cultural persuasion around this. So I lately this is something else I've been watching a lot of documentaries and listening to podcasts about is um, the history of weight in our culture and obesity and how it's been treated. And mm. um, there's just so much that we've done wrong. Yeah. And so I, t- I tend to just think I need to only worry about myself. Uh, and it, being but, being overweight is not in and of itself unhealthy. Okay. There, there's so much misconception and things that we would have been wrong about yeah so I've been just I've been just stepping back and hmm. trying to learn more about it and not judge and and at the end of the day it's people's individual choices
0: if 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 everyone took that stance then the problem would continue to grow I was listening to uh my podcast friends Bill Maher and Adam Carolla and they were talking about this and it was like 30 years ago Forty years ago, you'd see a, a, a class picture of whatever second graders. It might be one chubby kid, two chubby kids, and they were chubby. They weren't ginormous and
1: and uh, oop. Well, it's interesting that you say that because when I go to this kid's school mm-hmm. to pick them up, up, up after school,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm not seeing a ton of overweight kids. Hmm. It's very. I I don't I don't think that's really true
0: an issue okay what about uh when we go to walmart and we see uh very overweight people
1: yeah but you know what's there's there's a lot to take into account for a lot of people are overweight because of say medication there's tons of medications that affect your your body and your digestion and blah blah blah. thyroid and a lot of that didn't exist yeah. 30 40 years ago yeah for example, that's one thing. But also, once again, simply being bigger than we were as a country 40, 50 years ago
0: yeah.
1: is not necessarily a problem.
0: Well, what if Russia invades, honey? We need to take up arms.
1: It, like, if you put a super skinny person and an overweight person next to each other, you can't, there's no saying which one is healthier. Like, a lot of people who mm-hmm. are underweight actually have a lot of health issues. But we let them, we ignore them or we don't care or worry about it because that's like the socially acceptable body. Yeah. But they could be, they could have they could have a lot more health perils than the person who has a bit more weight on them. There's just so much bias that we have and it's so ingrained because we've all been fed this judgment and like this anti-fat bias for so many decades. Hmm. So you and I, we're not medical experts. We're, you know. Yeah. It's hard for us personally to sparse out what is good, what is bad and once again, who are we to judge or care?
0: It, it, it's not it's, our place it, It's not hard for me to do that <laughs> because I was giant and it was because I ate compulsively and constantly yeah. and so uh, I, there it's like the homeless issue uh well, what about the me- the mentally ill? okay. What percent is that? 1%, 4%, 30%, thirty percent, six. percent Okay, it it exists, but the the by and large uh, people, drugs, booze, um, community, some people want to live like that. Uh, But getting back to the uh, weight problem, from from my experience, and sure, thyroid problems, um, medical problems. I need a percent one percent, six percent, eighty percent. I highly doubt it's eighty percent.
1: I completely understand your approach to it to that the situation because you are happier now than you were when you were three hundred and seventy pounds.
0: You think. <laughs> and
1: you you, for you personally, yeah, you know the exact reasons why you got to that weight, yeah, and you know what you did to lose the weight. So, yeah. like all these things that were your personal experience have shaped your view of it. Yeah. And it's totally, of course, that's valid. Yeah. So, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. Like everything you're saying is true and right. You lived it and experienced
2: it. Yeah.
1: I'm just saying, as a whole, I think we should all try to be more understanding and open minded. Yeah. To people and to individuals.
0: Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's the, uh, it's the case where we're both right, honey, and, and this doesn't sell in, in the mainstream media. <laughs> one right has to be, one side has to be completely right, and the other side has to get owned on Facebook. Um, but uh, uh, I see you. you. I hear you. You matter. You're important. Uh, but to me, I think the, the majority of people, it, it's food. It's, there's so much gosh dang food out there, and it's all, it's all really good um man and it's it can be really cheap and okay supply chain and inflation and uh let's go brandon but there's a lot of good food for to be had for a little bit of money yes
1: you know something stupid i did this weekend
0: Hmm. i was with you this weekend what did we do what did you do
1: when we were at walmart yesterday i bought a loaf of sourdough bread yes that I've been craving for literally years. Yeah. And I have not allowed myself to buy sourdough bread in so long. But one of my favorite things to eat is just a slice of sourdough with butter on it.
0: Right. And you you didn't even... Because I saw it this weekend. I think it was the first time you've eaten that in front of me, but... Uh, yeah, because it's
1: been years since yeah. I've succumbed.
0: Well, you, you don't even toast the bread. No.
2: not
1: <laughs> No. And you know what? This is my justification. Yeah. I was thinking, Ukraine... Is like the number one exporter of wheat in the world. Yes. And what if I can't get bread in the future? I need to enjoy the good times while they're here. Yes. And I don't even know if wheat is used in sourdough. I don't know how sourdough is made. Sure. I'm assuming. Yes. But I was like...
0: Go with the bit, Go with the bread. What
1: if in the future...
0: Go with that feeling, yeah. What
1: if, what if we can't get bread? Yeah. And I missed out.
0: And I... and I'll never eat sourdough again, or I'll need to wait four months to eat sourdough. So I
1: was like, I'm getting the sourdough this weekend. I'm treating myself. Yeah, because because you stand with because you
0: you stand with Ukraine. Uh, but actually, uh, you gave me a few bites of one of the pieces of bread. It was flipping fantastic. Heck yeah. I, I love sour sa- like sourdough bread that's super sour. I love
2: and, sourdough bread and, and squishy.
0: Yeah, it was so good and um. Like we eat bread, but we eat the low calorie bread. It's we <laughs> eat the
1: worst bread you can possibly it's find. It's terrible
0: bread. It's it's forty calories a slice, and it's forty calories a slice for a reason. I mean, it's bread in the in the uh, lowest uh, definition, the least definition. The but, slices like,
1: are tiny. Yeah. Um, they like fall apart as soon as you touch them. Yeah. They're brown.
0: Yeah. When I went to visit uh, my parents, uh, we we had a whole breakfast deal like everything you under the sun and uh i was eating their toast like their bread and they we we toasted it and uh with butter and i was crunching and i was like wow this is really good and it was probably just some uh run-of-the-mill oral wheat but i was like wow this bread is so good it's because the bread we eat is so crappy
1: it is and like a slice of bread i feel like is a true mood booster it like gives you a burst of serotonin or something it's
0: a good time (laughs) It's a good time. And it, uh, like, because you, the sourdough loaf you brought it was uh, wide. And yeah. it, it's so much more of a treat than like a, just a loaf of Wonder Bread where everything's the same yeah. and small. It's like
1: three by three inches or yeah. <laughs> something's horrible and tiny.
0: Yeah. You look at, like looking at the loaf you bought, it's like, hmm, this is a very artisanal. And someone did a sourdough starter uh, in their house or something. Um, but yeah, it was it was... It was quite the treat. But anyways, uh, <laughs> going back to uh, the cheesy oh. experiment. I know, I was like, what? Uh, but, um, yeah. I w- I, well, thank God. So, w- what happened to me is that I worked for a radio station and a sponsor came in called Medifast and they're now known as Optavia. But, uh, so it was impersonal. It wasn't like a friend or a co-worker. Um, uh, Relative, a wife. Um, it was like, "Hey Vince, there's this uh, program, and if you do it, uh, you'll get it for free." So here it is, and I was like, "And thank God they came into my life, because uh, like I stopped that whatever decade ago, um, but I kept I've kept most of the weight off uh, because it really is food and diet." Um, gym a little, exercise a little, but food and diet. Uh, but yeah, thank goodness that I was in that situation and I didn't have to wait for someone to intervene because no one would have intervened. Well, at that point, I had cut off my parents, I'd cut off all my friends because uh, I was so embarrassed at what I had become the monster. Uh, and co workers uh, ignored it. Thanks, Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I would say intervene, say something, but I would never do that. I know.
2: <laughs> Maybe,
0: well, or, or here, here's the message I'll give. If you're struggling, reach out to someone.
1: Reach out to Vince.
0: Reach out to me. I'll, I'll become your, well, I, I'll i need your permission, honey. But uh, I will, if you need me as a consultant weight loss consultant, personal trainer, uh, dietitian guru, uh, for $30,000 a month. I will move into your house. (laughs) I will sleep next to you. I will wake you up. I will drag your ass to the gym. I will tell you, I will stare at you while you eat. (laughs) And it's, yeah, it's, it's a little pricey. Okay. $30,000 for one month, but you will guarantee lose weight. We'll be miserable together. Uh, but in the Vince end, will do it with you. Yeah, I'll <laughs> shoot. I, I definitely will. I mean, I do it Monday That's to pretty Friday. much what you do now. <laughs> I do it Monday to Friday. And then you can, uh, get into the, the good space that I'm in right now where, uh, Monday to Friday I eat very little. And then, uh, on the weekends I eat everything and drink everything. And then Monday it all starts over again.
1: And, uh, oop. You want to do one more?
0: Let me... Let me pitch a few. Okay. And uh, oop. Uh, we donated a bunch of clothes to charity, Stephen Bartlett. Uh, it felt really good Ugh. to get stuff out of our closet.
1: Nothing feels better than purging your house of crap. Yeah. It's like one of the best feelings. Yeah. I,
0: I, I've, I haven't worn this for years and I'll never wear this again.
1: I think we got rid of three garbage bags of clothes right. and one garbage bag full of shoes. Shoes, yeah. Sharky's going.
0: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Our robot is
2: alive. It's like it. I robot. <laughs> the AI has become
0: alive. And that oop. Of shoes. I had a couple of shoes in there. The kids had a couple of shoes in there. Um, and we gave it to someone who claims to have a used a a thrift store somewhere in West Sacramento, uh, but they're always like always willing to take our stuff, so we're like, "Cool, it's it's a very easy uh, drop off process." But um, yeah, getting rid of clothes.
1: Oh. I, I I've I'm, been holding I'm, on to a lot of clothes that
0: I'm wiping my head across my forehead like whew, because it's <laughs> such a relief. Sorry, go ahead. Uh,
1: I like. Forty percent of my closet yeah. is stuff I haven't worn in years, don't fit into. Yeah. Some stuff still had tags on it. <laughs> yeah. I never even wore it one time. Yeah. So I got rid of a large chunk of my closet. Yeah. I kept the stuff I loved. Uh even if it doesn't fit me currently. Yeah. If it was really nice or special or I really love it, I did keep it. Yeah. But I just I kept looking at my closet for days afterwards. Yeah. And it was just so beautiful and I clean.
0: Know. And like I, I was to the point where when, when after I did my laundry and everything was hung up, I, I couldn't move the hangers. <laughs> like everything was so uh, tight and compact.
1: Our closet uh, is not very big. Yeah. And we really d- can't be keeping extra stuff in there that we don't need or want.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I gave away um, stuff that was too big, which I, for whatever reason, I had hung on to. And I, I bought within the past few years. So I'm on my lower uh, end of the scale literally uh, weight-wise, um, but I, I just didn't like, and I, I might have worn it once, uh, but it was too big, and then uh, some stuff that was too small, and I was like, oh, I I only fit into this when I'm 180 pounds, and... <laughs> That's really, really, <laughs> really difficult to get to, and it's getting more and more difficult. It's like, it's like uh, the end of a Steven Spielberg movie when you're looking and uh, in, off into the sunset. You're driving away, and you see a, a little child in the rearview mirror, and they're getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Oh, roll credits, Steven. Um, but one thing is that I refuse to uh, the, g- give away any of my jeans and. The, <laughs> Because there are some like Waist 34, Hollister, Abercrombie & Fitch button-up. First of all, why did I ever buy button-up? I I find that so not conducive to urinating, which I do often because I'm an old man.
1: It makes way more sense for women to have button-up jeans, but I don't think I've even seen men's button-up jeans. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Odd. I got a couple pair and <laughs> I was always like why do I own this um, But I, I, I refuse to to Give up on those um, Well what I want to do is like I want to get To a super low weight 180 Ish uh, And then I want to try on all the jeans And then Maybe like that'll be like my one last Hurrah And then I'll, I'll ship them <laughs> over to, to Stephen Bartlett
1: And then you'll gain 20 pounds
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll head right to uh, uh, the buffet. At... <laughs> Not Thunder Mountain. Thunder Valley? Yeah. Thunder Valley. But what's the one?
1: Oh, Golden Corral. Yeah. We always talk about going to Golden Corral. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, they, and they opened up the one in Marysville, that hotel. Oh, oh, right, right. Hard Rock. Hard Ooh. Rock. They they reopened the buffet there, but that's like an you hour do, way to... You
1: love way. a buffet. I do. Buffet?
0: I, I was actually thinking... Buffet. We're fancy people. Uh, when we go to Reno, because last time we went, yeah. we like the last night. Yes, was when we hit the buffet. Heck yeah! And I was like, I want to eat until I'm in pain, and that's what happened.
1: I don't know if I've ever taken the kids to a buffet. Oh, really? They would dig it. We've got to <laughs> do that in Reno. <laughs> they
0: get they get full so fast, and then and then
1: it's still so fun though to go yeah. like all around the room and just find yeah. whatever you you want for yourself.
0: Yeah. Do, that's an experience. You want to do the same thing, though? We'll, yeah. we'll wait till the end. Like sure, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll kind of like eat sensibly for the first few days.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, so I, I don't end up in the hotel room <laughs> wanting to lay there for nine hours straight. Um, but then the last night, we'll go uh, hog wild, literally. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's fun. And then uh, I eat way too much. And... But see, I, I want to do their breakfast. Cause we did their dinner and it, it's fine, but Dude, I, I haven't we'll, had a good breakfast buffet in so long.
1: We'll need to look into our the hotel we're staying at, see yeah. if they do a breakfast buffet or just the dinner one. Okay, but whatever they got, we're doing it.
0: <laughs> was there? Were, were there some clothes that uh, you? Well, what what happened to the shiny cocktail blue dress?
1: Oh, I, I kept that. Okay. Yes.
0: Okay, because and the the what what happened there was um. Our neighbor, Cambie Brown, said on the socials, I need a fun dress for a whatever soiree. And then you slid into her DMs and uh-huh. you had me take a picture of you holding this <laughs> blue, sparkly dress. And then her response was, Let's get drunk at the pool. <laughs> and and then, I was like, Okay. Um, and summer's coming up. So
1: I kept that dress because I love it. I never, it still has the tags on it. So you've never worn it at one. all. No. Oh, and uh, I would give it away to somebody if they if someone would wear it. Yeah, I I would just be happy with anybody wearing it. But I, I I kept it for now, and I might someday fit into it again.
0: Okay, you will.
1: I
2: will.
0: it to Reno? it to the buffet? <laughs> let's let's dress up to the nines okay. on the buffet. Oh man, I can't wait for the buffet. And a uh, oop. Okay. Uh, One week ago on Sunday, uh, in the mm, late afternoon, early evening, uh, Luna had hung out at home all day. And so you said, why don't you go for a walk? (laughs) Yes. And she was hesitant, resistant at first, Um, but then she went for a walk by herself. And your rules are... Our condo complex, and then the park right next to us.
1: When she's by herself, yes, yeah.
0: yeah. And then uh, she, so, and then she proceeded to do the walk on her own, uh, self starter. <laughs> she she's proceeded to do that four of the next five days.
1: Yeah, almost every night following thereafter for the past week. She around seven p.m. She'll say, "I'm gonna go for a walk." Yeah. And I say, okay, be back by dark.
0: Yeah, what do you think that's about? Because she, she would, she never did it on her own, and then you prompted her, and now she's doing it without well. any uh, <laughs> insistence or.
1: After that night, I forced her. Yeah. Um, I think she just realized how pleasant and enjoyable it is. She yeah. takes her headphones and her phone, and she listens to music. Yeah. And she just walks around, and it's nice outside, and she gets fresh air. And she is by herself, and sometimes she goes over to the park and swings. Yeah. So I, I, think she just really realized she enjoys it, so she's taken it upon herself to go do it.
0: You don't just you don't suspect anything. <laughs> as good, You're like you don't want to go out and spy on her. Is she going there to vape? Is she going there to meet a cute boy? Uh, is she going? Th- is she going there for? She's well. Actually, she said yesterday. She's like, yeah, there were people there, and I, I didn't walk by them, so she's oh, yeah. she's avoiding.
1: Yeah, yesterday she said, the park was so crowded, I couldn't go there. Yeah. So she had to walk the perimeter of our condo place instead. Yeah, yeah she, she wants solitude. Yeah. I don't think she's doing anything untoward.
0: Yet. Yet. <laughs> yeah, not
1: yet. <laughs> not currently. <laughs> Is it coming? Probably. And, uh, oop.
0: So, speaking of Reno, uh... We're, we're going to vacation and live like kings and party like rock stars. Um, You want to get a spray tan before we go to Reno. Yes, I do. Why?
1: So I can be glowing and tan and pretty.
0: How? Because you've never done this. spray tan. I've never done tan.
1: a spray tan before. Well, I need to figure that out. <laughs> there are places that do it.
0: Yeah. Are, are you thinking like lying on a bed, like mystic? Is that or, or no, the, the spray. Like you the, lay on
1: the bed when it's like the bulbs. Right. I've done that many are, times. Oh, okay. Okay. When I was younger and I didn't care about skin cancer.
0: You're thinking of where where they like? Yeah. They, it's like a paint.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like a paintbrush gun. Yeah. And you stand up and they do your body. Yeah. I think my sister-in-law may have done it in the past hmm. and I think Who? which
0: one Lisa oh. and
1: I I know my friend Victoria used to do it on a regular basis uh. so I could ask her
0: did they overdo it did, what did they say <laughs> about the process
1: actually now I'm remembering Lisa did it before a vacation and oh. it, she was super dark oh so the first day she looked like kind of funny <laughs> but then it like wore off after a couple days and she looked good
0: yeah um how long does it... How many sessions does it take? Any idea? I know nothing. The price? I know nothing. Hmm. Well, but... So for people who don't know, you're a very white woman. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say pale, but... Uh, you wouldn't? You're fair-skinned. Okay. <laughs> okay, pale. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I, I don't think I'm pale because I'm, like, I, I'm red. Like, I'm flush.
0: Okay. Uh, um, but you've laid on the beds before. Did that yeah. help? Oh, yeah. That made an impact? That,
1: yes, but when you lay on the suntan bed what are they even called i forget the beds yeah. where the lights come on
0: yeah
1: that takes a long time uh, so you have to like start low and build up your time
2: yeah
1: and it's so bad for your skin and like i would never do it now yeah. because wrinkles and because it's cancer yeah. i did it like in my early 20s mm. like off and on for a few years i would go do it mm. i would never do that again but the spray tan is instantaneous right and <laughs> it, it's not harmful your yeah, skin, okay. as far as I know,
0: it's, <laughs> it's very uh bizarre looking. <laughs> I, are, are you are not you gonna, necessarily? I guess you you wear a bikini, right?
1: No, I'd do it naked. Oh, okay, and uh, oop. I would do it, I would do it naked because yeah. I wouldn't want tan lines, or yeah, I guess.
0: Okay, can, can you tan naturally, like. Whatever naturally mean. Okay, if you sit by the pool with some suntan, rub some lotion on you. Yeah. Can you tan naturally? Okay. Yeah,
1: I'm not one of those white people who simply burns. Okay. I am a white person who can get a tan, but it takes a really long time.
2: Uh, and again,
1: I'm so worried now that, I, especially as I get older, I'm so worried about wrinkles.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, I slather sunblock on anytime I leave the house. Yeah. And I cover up. I wear a hat. I wear. I try to cover my sleeves and my hands. Yeah. So I could get a natural tan, but it would take forever.
0: Okay. Because like during the summer, me and Lennox and Luna, when she used to swim, <laughs> uh, we get dark super quick, super fast and super dark, uh, but it would just take you.
1: It would take me a lot longer. Mm-hmm. And I use so much sunblock, which which also adds to the duration of time it would take for me to get any sort of color.
0: Mm. Do you think you look better when you're tan? Yeah. Uh, have I seen you tan? Have you been <laughs> quote unquote tan in the past three and a half four years? No, a, I don't think so. During our Toria love affair. No. Well, now I'm. Well, what if I, I don't like it or I'm I'm it's it uh it shocks me or. I, oh,
1: you're gonna love it.
0: <laughs> just don't overdo it. honey.
1: Well, that's the thing about a spray tan. I don't think it lasts very long, like okay. a few weeks. Ah. Oh. A month.
0: Okay, and and if if like. If they say, okay, we think you should do a three or a four, whatever their measure indicator system is, go, go for the lower one instead of the four. Go for <laughs> yeah, the three instead of the four.
1: My plans to go for the lower one. I'm yeah. going to go a few days before our vacation. So in okay. case I do look really weird, by the time we go to Reno, I'll, it'll be better. Okay. i thought this through. I just need to find a place to do it. Okay. I need to look at Yelp. I need to read the reviews.
0: Okay. Okay. I <laughs> I just don't want it to turn bad. Why don't I, you do it with me? <laughs> I don't. I don't need it.
1: You love being tan.
0: I do. I love being me and Lennox. <laughs> we get so flipping dark. You guys do. And it's so awesome. And uh, well, Luna the other the other day, she was saying she's like really light skinned now. I noticed it too.
1: Oh yeah, she she and I are practically the same color. Yeah, because she doesn't go in the sun. she doesn't like it being in the sun. She doesn't like sweating. Yeah, she's just like me. I don't like that either.
0: <laughs> yeah, but she's like, um, well, the the wild chows are half me- Mexican, Hispanic, yeah. whatever, half white, um, and they get tanned super super quick. But yeah, Luna Luna's looking pale. <laughs> she would she doesn't she doesn't want to do anything about her. She doesn't she care. She doesn't care. <laughs>
1: she doesn't like sweating. She doesn't like being uncomfortable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, here, and yet, here she is out here walking.
1: She walks at night at dusk. That's true. And up, uh, oop. I mean, if you want to do one more, we can, but I think that was a good length.
0: That's what he said.
2: And up, uh, oop. Okay, okay, okay. And up, uh, oop.
0: Okay. Well, are we done, honey? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the end of the program. It's been fun, but not really. Let's all try a little harder next time. Like, comment, subscribe, follow, review, and rate, or don't. Do whatever you want. You're grown up. Make your own decisions. Do what's best for your family. Please be sure to use our promo code for start mail. We don't have a promo code for start mail. Goodbye, my pod. Goodbye, my podcast friends. Take two, I'm sorry. Goodbye, my podcast friends. I love you. My wife and I love you. We hope you have a good day today and tomorrow. And sure, I may have offered my beloved co-worker Cheez-Its as a bizarre social experiment. But I'm still a good person, and we're still good people. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. I hope you have a wonderful day slash night. Oh, and thank you for caring. Uh, bye-bye.
2: And uh, oop. Ooh. We got chicken. Is that crispy, juicy tender? I can't eat no longer.